Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Young Men and Young Women Worldwide Revival. Revival of God. Underneath the tutorage of Overseer David Carpenter. It is a beautiful evening, and I pray that everyone received the word on high today in church. Tonight, for our Sunday evening services, we want to also bring to you a word on high that the Lord has laid upon my heart to bring to you. Let us pray. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for allowing us to come one more time on this line, Father God, to bring forth the word of God. We thank you for giving Overseer David Carpenter the vision, Father God, the vision, Father God, to open this line for us to come on and to bring forth the word of God, Father God. Lord, we ask you, Lord Jesus, to please walk with us, guide us, Father God, while we go through bringing forth your word. We ask that you receive the praise, you get the glory out of the word that you have laid upon my heart to bring. Let your word go forth, Father God. We ask that there, there be no hindrance on this line, Father God, as we bring forth that mighty, awesome word, Lord Jesus, that you have prepared through me, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We give you honor. In your precious name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, tonight we did have... um, one to come on by the name of Minister Betty Gundy, but she had another calling that she had to take care of. So tonight, I, your host, Pastor Nadine Brownlee Washington, we will be bringing forth the word of God. The Lord has given me a, a mighty word to share with you tonight. Well, before we go into the word, let me give you the announcement. Our Monday night Bible study will not return until sometime in June. I'm not sure. I'm exa- not exactly sure of the date, but I will let you know when Overseer Carpenter lets me know. On Wednesday, we have our our revival. We have our Wednesday night revival on Wednesday at 9 p.m. And this Wednesday, our own, our own David, Overseer David Carpenter, will be bringing the word. And this Wednesday, 
will start our theme, Issues of the Heart, coming from Proverbs 4, 23, 24, 24, 22, verses 20 to 23. Our own overseer, David Carpenter, will open up for the month of June dealing with issues of the heart. Please come and join us. And those are announcements for tonight. Oh, there's one more thing. Our time schedules will be changing starting in July. We will be on every second Sunday and every fourth Sunday. And on Wednesday, every first and every third Sunday. Again, our schedule for the month of July, beginning the month of July, will be changing. We will be online every second and fourth Sunday of the month and every first and third Sunday of the month, the Wednesday of the month. Please feel free to join us. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I thank you for this word that you've given me to share with your people, Father God. I'm going to ask you, Lord Jesus, to let me decrease as you increase, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, let me decrease as you increase as I bring forth your word. The theme in the name of this sermon is what is the Lord telling the church to do today? The Lord has given me these 10 truths of what he needs the church to hear and to do. They are not new truths. They are the truths that was he gave his people back then, and he is still giving us now until this day. The first truth he took me to give you comes from out of Romans 10, 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yes, we must continue to believe, truly believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead. He raised you from the dead to save you and to save me. To redeem us from our sins, God raised his son. Hmm. We, have to, we, need, we have to get to the understanding and, believe, and the belief that Jesus' resurrection is the only way that we can be saved. Jesus' death on the cross when God sent his only begotten son, that is the only way that we are now will be saved because Jesus' death on the cross, his death on the cross redeemed us from our sins. And it also put in place that now we can be healed from any disease that comes to us. God has given us, has given us a way of, of being healed. Our faith it's with our faith and our belief that we can be healed. 
We need to know that it is only with our hearts that we we can and we must trust. We must trust and we must believe in God. We must trust and believe in God to begin this journey. That is the only way that we can be saved is that we have faith in Jesus Christ. We believe that he died on the cross for us. We know that we believe that he is the Lord of our lives. We allow him to be the Lord of our lives, not ourselves, so that we will be able to live a righteous and an upright life. The second truth we can find, we'll, we'll find in Second um, Timothy chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, that we must study to show ourselves approved unto God, a worker not needed to be ashamed, rightly divided the word of truth, but shun profane and vain babbling, that they will increase unto more ungodliness. The truth, the word God needs us to study so that we can, you and I, can't get understanding from it. We need to study it so, what, so we can know what he is telling us to do and how, he is to, um, how we need to go on and apply this word of God, this truth, this word of God he has given us. We must apply it to our lives. We must implement it into our, every area of our lives, every day of our lives. In James um, chapter 1, verse 22 we are told that we are not just to be hearers of the word, but we must also be doers of the word. And we must also live as that word instructs us to do daily. We can't just listen to the word, hear the word, hear the pastor preach, and not apply it to our lives. We must apply it to our lives. If we want to be saved, we have to start preparing ourselves for Jesus' return. We must let this word live in us. We must live this word. We must not be ashamed of believing in the word of God, the truth. We must believe this truth for our lives. We must believe this truth for our everyday living. We must believe it. We must walk this truth. We also need to keep in mind that the word of God is the truth. It's the truth that separates, separates us from the ways of the world, the sin, this sinful world, this chaotic world, this melting pot we call earth. In John 17, 14b, we are told that even though we live in the world, we do not have to live as the world lives. We don't have to take on the sinful ways of the world. We don't have to do that. We can look to the Lord. We can read our Bible study to show ourselves approved. And take these instructions that the Bible gives, the basic instructions before leaving this earth. We can take these instructions so that we can live according to the Bible, according to the Word of God, according to the truth. In Romans 12 and 2, we are also told not to be conformed to this world. We must not be conformed to this wretched world, this sinful world that we live in right now. We live in it, but we don't have to be a part of it. We don't have to take part in the things that the world does. We must be careful about 
who we allow in our inner circles, our secular friends, as well as our cardinal Christian friends. We got to be careful of these people. The way they talk around us, what they say, they get us to join in the conversations. We must be that light in that room. We have to be very careful who we consider to be our close friends. Everyone that says they are is our friend is not our friend. And we need to be careful of who we choose, who we allow to be our friends. These these people can speak things into existence out of their mouth out of their mouth that can be harmful to you and me. See these people they live ungodly lives. They live ungodly lives, which leads to sinful behavior. And we, as believers, as Christians, don't want to take part in that. The third truth can be found in Psalms 34 and 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This verse speaks about our praise, how we should be praising the Lord. Praise him. Praise him with all our heart, with all that is in us. Praise him. Let us continue to magnify, to exalt the Lord, to lift him up in praise, to glorify him. For Jesus Christ, our Lord, is worthy to be praised. When we praise, we should come together in song. We should be on one accord. In fellowship, we should be on one accord in fellowship through song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, we must give you the praise. We must give you the glory. We must remember who it is that wakes us up each morning. Remember, we must remember who it is that gives us the articulations of our limbs. We must remember who it is, who it is that blesses us abundantly. We must remember who gives us grace even when we don't deserve it. We must remember, we must keep in mind that the Lord Jesus Christ is there for us and when we're not there for ourselves. He brings us out. He's there when nobody is there. The fourth truth is can be found in Proverbs 3, Five through six, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. And in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. The Bible, the truth of the word of God tells us right here that we should. We have to continue to trust in God. God, we must continue to trust in our Lord. Jesus Christ, not with some of our heart, but with all of our heart, and not just when we want and need something. God needs us to trust in him so that we don't run on our own juice with the what about me. Joyce Myers always says, she do a little robot, robot act, what about me, what about me? That what about me syndrome seems to be prevalent, not just in the secular world, but what about me syndrome seems to be prevalent in our Christian world. We have to be careful of it. 
God needs us to continue to acknowledge him in all our ways, not some of our ways, all of our ways, not when we want to, but at all times, at all times, we must acknowledge God. Our conversation should have the Lord Jesus Christ in it, and it's somewhere. Somewhere we should be sharing our word, the word of God with someone, somewhere. That word of God should pop up out of your mouth. If you truly are a believer, if you truly love the Lord like you say you do, the word of God, the sharing of his word should come out of our mouth, should come out of your mouth every time you talk. You should be ready to give someone a word from God. Amen? We must look to God when it is time to make our decisions Sometimes, you know, we, 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 we got things going on, and we try, we make that quick decision, and that quick decision will run us the wrong way. We need to ask God, what shall I do? And yes, people say, well, you got common sense, but common sense don't always steer you in the right direction. We need to ask God. See, when we ask God, when we do this, he will surely guide us as well as direct our paths. We must not lean to our understanding. No, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. You don't know. You don't know. You know what God allows you to know. But when it all comes down to it, the last word is from the Lord Jesus Christ. The fifth truth that God has given me to share with you comes from Matthew 28. 19 and 20, go ye therefore into all nations and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, whosoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world, my God. Yes, Lord Jesus. The Bible, the truth, the true word of God, Told us then, told us then, told them then, and he is saying to us now that we need to go into every neighborhood, witnessing and sharing the true word of God. And in some circumstances, we have to share our testimony to save a life. You know, when we go, when we share our share the word of God, we don't just share with our neighbors right along our block. We share the word of God everywhere we go, everywhere we walk into, every step we take, every bus we get on, every bus, every um, car stop when we stop our cars and we see someone, we, we, and as we get into a conversation, we should be sharing the word of God. We should be claiming, claiming the true word of God to whomever we meet. We must teach them. We must teach them. You can't just share the word of God and not know what you're talking about. That's why you must study to show yourself approved so that when you are sharing the word of God, you're not just sharing the word, but you're also teaching them who the Lord Jesus Christ is and what the Lord Jesus, what the change and the hope that he can bring about in your life, how he can make the circumstances change from bad to good. And, yes, you say, oh, all Christians don't have good know. We don't have always have a good everything because we live in a world, and people are always going to come at us, and things are always going to come up. But 
and we live according to God's will, when something do come up, God will fight our battles. He will, as it says in First Corinthians 10 and 13, give us a way for it to escape. He will provide a way. He will help us endure whatever we're going through. He will help us, and we need to share this with everyone. We need to share with everyone that with the Lord Jesus Christ, there is hope for a change in our life. The, the word of God can bring about hope and change to your life as it has brought to mine. Hallelujah. I, I, I sit here, and I, and I know people, someone might say, oh, She's going to say it again, but, yes, my house burned down on April the 26th, and, yes, you know you might say I'm going to say it again, but that was a very deep and hurting thing to me, very deep. And, yes, I had to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm still trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ because, as I said, I live with my daughter right now, but I don't have my own house. I no longer have a home to call mine. I had to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I have to continue to put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I have to continue to share that word and give my testimony to those out there. I mean, I have to let them know what the Lord has done for me and what the Lord is doing for me. The Lord spared our lives. He spared my husband, myself, my daughter, and my grandkids' lives. He allowed us not to be here. So I'm going to share that word. I'm going to share that testimony. Whenever someone asks me, what did the Lord do for you? I'm going to tell you, he saved my life. And he's continuously to save my life over and over again. The Lord has told us this, and he is still telling the church of the day now to continue to baptize, to continue to cleanse, to continue to purify our temples our temples, unto the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yes, when you get saved, you need to be baptized. Now, I don't want you to go in there playing games, going down a wet devil, come, a dry devil, coming up a wet devil. Don't do it to yourself. Just as God has instructed them to do this, he needs us to continue this, 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 um, this um, he needs us to continue to baptize people. But people need to know when they're going to take on baptism what it's about. They need to know that now you're going down and you're ready to pledge your whole life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're ready to walk away from that mess. If you still want to dilly-dally in that mess, just like we tell you when you take Holy Communion, if you're, not, if you're not living right, please don't take that Holy Communion. Hold back. Think about it first. Are you ready to make that change in your life? Oh, my God. Mm, He needs us to continue to instruct the world to do now and forevermore his words, walk in his words. He said then, and it still stands now, that that we have to understand that he, the Father, will be with us always. God will never leave you nor forsake you. People say, oh, but I got in trouble. I got hurt or something. God didn't do that. You did that yourself. I, remember, I walk with a, a walker, and I just say, well, God put this 
on me because I was dancing in the club. No, he didn't put it on me. I kept dancing in the club. I chose when God was telling me to stop doing what I was doing, when God told me to start working two jobs, I chose to keep working. God didn't put it on me. I put it on me. He has always been with me. Even when I was a young girl, I always felt different. God, I always, always, I never felt like I belonged. I never, the only time I felt like I belonged was when I was in church. The only time when I was in Bible, I loved Bible. I loved going to um to this um the um, Sunday school classes in the morning. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved my mother had us going at night too. I loved it. I loved it. I loved singing them songs of praise to God. I didn't know why, but I just was different. I know I was different. Mm, mm. And I know that God was with me. And even if you even when you are a sinner, God still is looking out for you. But He wants you to make that change. He wants you to make that change. Yes, they say Satan rules the air, but God, Jesus Christ, he rules the universe. Keep that in mind. Jesus Christ rules the universe, so he's right there. He's there. All you have to do is call out to him. Call out to the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell him you want to make that change. Tell him you know that he died on the cross for you. Tell him that you're ready to make him the Lord. Let, let, I'm sorry, to let him be the Lord of your life. Let him know. Let him know. Let the Lord Jesus Christ know. The sixth truth that the Lord gave me to share is Romans 10 and 17. So that faith come about hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Lord is reminding us still that faith that comes, and when it comes, it is by hearing. We get we 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 believe but we believe in God. We hear the word of God. And you know, and we get the understanding so that we can have faith in God. It, it, we need to hear the word of God with our inner ear. Not just this this um let, let it be in one ear and out the next. Take it listen, please. Take your ear. And listen, listen intently. People wonder when I'm um, uh, when I'm in church or when I'm in class. I turn my head to the side. You see everything else around me. I've been tuned out. I am listening intently to what I am being taught. I'm listening to intently to what the preacher is preaching. I'm listening intently to what he's preaching and teaching me on that pulpit. I got my inner ear up here. I'm listening to what the Lord is saying to me. But the Lord is saying to me through that preaching. Our hearing of the word will help us increase our faith in God. Please listen to the word of God. Then go and study that word of God for yourself. you got to know it for yourself. Study it for yourself so that you can start walking in it and make that change in your life where you got hope and change with bring about, and you'll see the big difference that will come over your life. You'll think your mindset, you have a different way of thinking, a different way of doing things, a different way of talking to people, a different way of treating people. Trust me. The seventh truth is in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Christians believe in the truth. The word of God had to have faith back then. 
because they were stoned for just believing in Jesus. Today, in this wretched world, we have to walk by faith. We have to walk by faith just to go outside and walk down the street. We don't never know when a, when a gunshot is going to go off or when it's going to be a drive-by. We don't never know when the car is going to speed up and hit us as we cross the street and when they run in the red light. We don't know. We don't never know when someone is going to attempt to hurt us. We don't know. We don't know. That's why we have to walk by faith. We have to walk by faith. We have to walk by faith. If we live by what we see here on this earth in the natural, we we have no faith. We have to believe that there's something better. There is something better. We have to truly believe that there's something better to all our hurts all our aches and pains, we have to know that there is something better than knowing that God will bring us through it. We have to have faith. We have to hear that word. We have to walk by that word. The eighth truth in Matthew's Father 16 tells us to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We must continue. I beseech you, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, we must continue to let our light shine so that people can see the hope and the change that comes about in our life. When we let our light shine, people can see it. We walk in that room and as a whole, the atmosphere starts to change. We walk, we open our mouth and the, and the talking starts to change because we are, we are that light. Because we studied that word. We heard that word. We now have faith in God. So we we we, we come up we, or we talk to people. People see it. People understand that when I walk in a lot of times when I walk in places, when I went to the when I when I went to the nail salon the put day, the people, the people treated me so good. When I went there after church day, the people treated me the people treated me so good. They were so good to me. And and they didn't know. They didn't know who I was. But my light was shining. My Christian character, the ethics, how I carried myself. I carried myself as a, like a woman of God. And I tell you, just as Jesus' light shines so that we can see it, the many blessings, so we have to let our light shine. We have to let our light shine. Receive those many blessings that people shower upon us, but just being who we are, that woman, the man of God, how they want to open a door for us, help us with our chair. How the lady says, you don't have to put on your shoe. I'll put it on for you, man. I'll put it on for you. Even, you know, we he has showered us day by day. The Lord Jesus Christ has showered us. And I know for me, he has blessed me over and over again, even when I didn't even deserve it. Even when I did not deserve it, his grace has been there for me. And I'm telling you, you don't know how many times, even if you're not walking with the Lord, God has saved you also. You know how he saved you? He didn't let you die when you got beat up. He didn't let you die when you had that surgery. See, God is always there. God is always there. God is always there. Let us work. 
unto the Lord, whether it is in ministry or whatever capacity that we can give God so that God can get the glory out of it, so let your light shine. Let let you make a difference when you walk into the world, walk into your room. Let it be a difference. When you walk on that block, the drug use those you say, here come Miss Nadine. Here come Miss Nadine. Everything shut down, stop. No cursing, no disrespect, no nasty record. Because my light was shining. My light from the Jesus Christ, not Nadine, not about me, but the aura that the Lord has placed around me. And the nice and the nice truth. Is in Philippians 3 and 14. Our press towards the mark for the prize of a high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We must continue to look forward, not and not to look to the left, nor to the right or behind us. We must continue to prepare ourselves for Jesus' return. Where we who are chosen, yes, us. You know, us that gave our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, us that's on that plan of salvation that Jesus Christ died on the cross for, us that he redeemed, he redeemed through his blood that he shed on the cross, us, we will look forward to that prize. You know what that prize is? That prize is the high calling our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. That's our prize. That we'll take on an energy him that will be like him. When we leave here, our bodies won't go, our spirits, and we'll have eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We won't have no more aches, no more pains. We won't have none of that. All that stuff will be left here on earth. We won't have it anymore. We won't have it. The tenth and the last truth. And the most important truth that God has written has given me is in Matthews. And it applies and it still it applies then and it, it still applies right now. Matthews twenty two, thirty seven to thirty-nine. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. The second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The Lord's greatest commandment, he wants us to remember, he needs us to remember, to continue to love him with all our heart, not some of our heart, not when we need something, this is when we need something, but we must love the Lord with all our hearts at all times because the Lord is there even when we're not there. He is there for us even when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. The Lord is there. He loves us. He loves us, his children. God loves us. We need to show that same love to God by being obedient to him, by respecting him, by praising him, by studying his word, by taking that word and putting it on us like it's a coat and walking in it. We need to. We need to. We need to. We need to love the Lord. We need to love the Lord continuously, ongoing, never ceasing, continuously. His second greatest commandment 
is that he needs us to love our neighbors, not just the ones on your block, but the people that you meet on the street. He said, stranger that knocks at your door, that knocks at your door, asking you for water, asking you for sugar. It used to be a lady that on my block used to always ask for sugar and different stuff to feed her kids. And you know what? People said, oh, you're a flunky for it. But, you know, I didn't feel like a flunky. Because you know what? That could be me. That could be you. Why not? You got that sugar, that excess in it. Our pastor, pastor Dolly Brooks, used to tell us to put an empty jar in the, in the cabinet and pray over it. I can't exactly remember what she said. And your cabinet will always be full. My cabinets have always been full. I can't tell you a day that I've had empty cabinets. But you don't know who you're talking to. It could be an angel knocking at your door. You have to watch how you treat people. I, 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 it goes on to say that, that that our neighbor could be a homeless person, a homeless person that asked, that might ask you to buy them something to eat. Can you buy me something to eat, something to drink? A man laying on the street, woman laying on the street. They tap him. You all right, sir? You're a right man. You must not just walk past like the world. You must just you must not just shun that person. Shun them. And print. I don't look. Come on, I don't want to talk to you. You're looking at them. Even if they if they dirty, even if they don't smell good. You know what? I I remember I talked to my pastor when I was on a trip on, and I had this. I asked him. I said, because all of the um. People that drank and got high used to, they were always used to come to my house and want to have prayer. And I'd sit on the step with them and have prayer with them. And I know one lady had HIV, and I was scared. I didn't know her facts about HIV. And she would always hug me and kiss me. And the pastor said, she can't pass it to you like that. That's not an open wound. So I had to understand. I had to get to the point where I could love on them. I could give them. I'll feed them, even if it's not taking food away from me. I did it with my children's friends, and they have came over to, when they were, my kids were little, and people's children have came here to stay, and they had problems at their houses and stuff. I've taken them in, and I would short my food supply so I could make sure I fed this child. I would make sure that they got to school. I would find out about their parents with the situation and let their parents know what's going on. You know why? You know why? Because there was a God in me, the God in me. There was a light, so let your light shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I'm going to let this little light of mine shine all over the world. I travel from here to Philadelphia to go to clinic, from Merlin. I'm in Merlin. I travel from Merlin to go to Philadelphia to go to clinic. And I'm telling you, this little light of mine, I keep that in my mind. I keep it in my mind. I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to love on you. If you sit next to me, I guarantee you, you're going to feel the love. I'm going to talk to you. If you need prayer, I'm going to pray with God. I always seem to sit someone right there that's going through a situation. And let us pray. I'll tell them, let us pray. And I'll pray with them. 
I'll pray with the people because God has put me there for a reason. And God has sent that person there for a reason. See, God lets you know who you can talk to and who you can't talk to. And that's why I said, this little light of mine, I believe that light was over the top of my head. I'm going to let it shine. The woman said she broke her leg, and she, or she just keep having an accident with her leg and stuff. And I said, let us pray. I didn't know this woman. I didn't even know her name. But I said, let us pray. Let us pray. Because that was my neighbor. Your neighbor is whoever you meet, not just your neighbor on your block. You don't know when you might be the one that stops someone from committing suicide. I was sitting outside a playground a couple of years ago, and a, a friend of mine, he stopped, and he just started talking. And, I, you know, he this guy usually don't talk to me long. And he said, I want to go and kill myself. And God gave me the words, not Nadine. God gave me the words to speak to him to talk him out of committing suicide. And to this day, he lives. He no longer gets high. He no longer, he's retired. He has a woman, I wish he'd marry her, that he loves, and he's doing so well. He's doing so well. He needs to make that other step of putting a ring on her finger. But this man no longer wants to kill himself. I could not believe what he said to me, but only God, because I'm going to tell you, I took counseling classes, and I'm very graduated from it, but I didn't take them then. I didn't know them then. God spoke through me. God gave me what to say to him. God had me to hug that young man on a bench as he cried and he weeped and his body shook. God, people looked at it as it don't matter. This little light of mine. My neighbor, anybody I meet that needs that needs me, I'm going to be there for them. This little light of mine, I'm going. This is what this is what a person that loves the Lord, this is what a person that respects the Lord, this is a person that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ will do. They will stop what they're doing. They will stop what they're doing to assist you in your time of need. This little light of mine. These are some of the things that the Lord is still telling us to do today as he told them back then, this little light of mine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I give you honor. I give you praise. I give you all the praise for I just spoke to me tonight, Lord Jesus. I give you honor and praise for Father God for using me to bring forth your word, Father God. I give you honor and praise, Father God, for having me to not just preach but to be able to teach it, to explain what I'm talking about, Lord Jesus. I give you honor and praise because it's only through you, the Holy Spirit, that I was able to do it. I give you honor and praise. And, Lord, right now, I ask you, Father God, that whatever went out of me, Lord Jesus, that you will refill my cup, Father God. Refill my cup in the mighty name of Jesus. Refill my cup, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody on the line tonight? Is there anybody on the line tonight? I've got to hurt someone, but since no one is talking, 
I will continue. Right now, if there's someone on the line and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't have to speak to me and say it if you're too shy. You can say it to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just a vessel. I'm another person just like you. Speak to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Tell him that you now know that he died on the cross for you to redeem you from your sins, to heal your body. Let the Lord know that you know it now because you just heard the word of God that told you about it. And I want you to go and find a Bible-preaching and Bible-pre-teaching church. In the mighty name of Jesus, go forth. Let the Lord lead you. Pray about it. He'll let you know when you walk in that church, this is, this is where you need to be. So you can have a personal relationship with God for yourself. Amen. 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 Mm. I want, I'll say it again. I don't know who was on the line, but Father God, whoever's on this line, that is listening, Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll touch them in a mighty way. From the crowns of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father. Hallelujah. Touch them, Lord Jesus. Touch them, Lord Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah, Father God. Lord, clean out of them anything that's not like you. Anything that's not like you. Lord, I ask you to remove it, Father God. I ask you to give a new way of talking. A new change that mind. Move that mind. Move that retrograde mind, Father God. Lord, help them with their walk, Father God. Help them with what they talk, how they talk to people. Help them with how they carry themselves, Father God. Change that way. Make that change in them right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Make that change. Lord. Do as only you can do, Father God. Only you can do it. They got to have faith in you because you can do all things. We can do all things through Christ Jesus, all things. We can do 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 all things. And at this time, Lord Jesus, amen, I thank you. I thank you for allowing me to come on. I thank anyone that's on the line. I thank you for coming on to listen. I thank you. I pray that you got a word. I pray that the word that you got helped you. I pray that the word that you received gave you some understanding. And I pray that you'll take this word and use it. Use the word of God for your life. Use the word of God that can bring to you hope and change. Hope for change. Change to come after you done got hope and you're ready to receive. I pray that you got it, that you got it. You receive the word of God. As we say, as we go to close out this line, mm, my Lord, my Lord, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing, and you can only, hearing is by the word of God. You can only, mm, 
You got to listen. You got to listen so you can get understanding, so you can have the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen intently. As I said to you earlier, listen with that inner ear. Not that ear that's going to have one thing come in and it go up the next. Because I know that God, God allows me not to hear things that he doesn't want me to hear. Because when pe- some people are talking and they're talking to me, and sometimes God will make, uh, let me not even hear it. Because it's stuff that I should not be hearing or listening to. And I praise God for that. I thank him for that. I thank him, thank him, thank him. As we close out this line, does anyone have anything they would like to say? Well, God bless you. Good night. And as the overseer carpenter always says, smooches, smooches, smooches. Amen. God bless you. Good night.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.